The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Cooper Complete, Heritage Creamery, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, and Craig Cherry of the law firm Steckler, Wayne Cochran Cherry. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Mosley. Good to be with you. Hope everybody is uh, staying dry, been a little bit rainy, all of that, a little overcast, but it's fine. Weather's staying cool, and that is a... uh, that is not a bad thing, and uh, what an exciting day to be doing some sports radio. We'll take you all the way till 4 o'clock, and that's when um, game time with Tom Barfield will take over. Appreciate to John Morris, what he did to prepare you for this important hour. Uh, we do have at uh, 340 today my buddy Travis Brown, who covers the Aggies. Uh, U.A.M. fans will want to be around for this and uh, Aggies were just named AP the number six team the number six team overall in the AP rankings so you Aggies will want to be by the dial Longhorns too y'all will soon be in the same conference you can get back to being upset with each other the rivalry is back you can act like you don't like it Ags but you do deep down deep down you kind of enjoy it Longhorns couldn't let you have your own thing and uh, you are back in business. And so at 3.40, we will talk some Texas A&M. Aaron, you've been busy. I don't even know if I've been able to update you on that, but uh, there's your update, okay? Sometimes we just need to do this live on the air. And, um, Aaron, last night, I don't know if you were able to watch both. I was able to manage a hard knocks as well as hard knocks didn't start till about 9 o'clock Central Time on HBO so I really hunkered down and watched the entire first half of the championship game of the NBA Summer League. And the Sacramento Kings, led by Davion Mitchell, did win the game going away by like 25 points or whatever. And Davion Mitchell was named the co-MVP of the NBA Summer League. This is the Baylor star, of course who is now playing point guard for the Sacramento Kings, you might say, don't they have a point guard? Yeah, yeah, they do. They got two of them, in fact. But somehow, some way, they'll find a way uh, for Davion to be on there. It's almost impossible, Aaron, for me to write down um, Davion's name without <laughs> – I just looked at my notes and I had Donovan written because I that is my – it's like my two favorite players now, both in the NBA, NBA Donovan and Davian Mitchell. But uh, this was, of course, Davion and playing for Sacramento. Aaron, were you able to dig in a little bit on the NBA Summer League championship game last night? Uh, I got to watch a little bit of both. Um, okay. Since I'm a cord cutter, I have it on separate apps, so I couldn't, you know, I can't just flip back and forth. But I didn't have a problem um, <laughs> tuning out after after about 15 minutes of hard knocks. I didn't find it very interesting. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, well, save those hard knocks hot takes. <laughs> My goodness. I didn't know you were just going to hike your leg on uh, on hard knocks. Um, I, You know, I... They're, they're, it's like too early in the show to be running out of storylines, but it really feels like if they, 
it's like if uh, if Zeke doesn't give them everything they need or Dak, then they struggle a little bit. Now I thought the I thought the thing on the Ivory Coast. What's our man's name? Amara, uh, no Kamara, Kamara, who uh, was born in the Ivory Coast, and his his mom was there, and his sisters were there. First time they'd seen him play in the NFL. I, I mean, I like that story. I mean, I'm okay with that. Okay, lining up at defensive line, I like getting to know sort of the um, the hard knocks sort of bubble type players. And if you didn't watch till the end of that Cowboys game the other night, he had almost the game clinching strip sack. And they called offsides on the Cowboys, and they took it away from them. They would have won. They would have won the game, and they lost 19 to 16. But yes, hard knocks, not great. Not great. I mean, part of the, like, one of the biggest plot lines was Zeke, uh, Aaron, asking for baby powder. <laughs> now, Aaron, when's the last time you used some baby powder? I, I'm like, t- when it, were you a baby or have you used it as an adult? I like, have, got some talcum powder. I have used it as an adult. Um, okay. I've played pool league for for many specific. years. Oh, okay. Um, and and when I first started, I would use it, um, you know, to kind of uh, it, it it helps it helps when you're shooting a shot. You know, when okay, would reduce friction on your hand. But then you learn you just wash your hands and keep them clean, and then you don't have to mess with the mess uh, that is baby powder. So not in a while. Are you saying that Zeke had a different need for baby powder last night? Than, I don't than know. Didn't pool? he discuss how it smells different too, or am I misremembering? Yeah, I, I don't know. Because he, that's the he, point where I tuned out. I'm not gonna lie. He had some rough stuff happening, like friction or something going on, and I think he needed some baby powder. So he ran off the field, and then he said something else that was a little strange. I mean, you should have stayed for that whole part. That was, a, I mean, it was it was somewhat amusing. I, I do one of the things I like about the the <laughs> the voiceover and the and the and the music to Hard Knocks is that they'll actually make a game that I watched seem sort of interesting. Like I I remember watching the scoring drive, the first touchdown the Cowboys have had this uh, this preseason, with Danucci leading the team down the field and throwing the touchdown. I watched it on TV and I thought, well, okay, way to go, Danucci. But when they when they showed it on Hard Knocks, man, it seemed like a big deal. It seemed like a big dang deal, and 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 Zeke was over there. I mean, Zeke is a goofball. Now I used to think Zeke. I've had dealings with Zeke. Okay, I've had moments where he's hard to deal with. And he didn't want to talk. And one time I had a one on one, but he didn't like a question I asked because I, of course, I brought up the legal stuff that he was involved with, and he didn't feel like answering that question. And he cut off the interview and was very mad after it. Well, that's okay. That's okay. But this is a very, we're now encountering a very playful Zeke. All right. Now, I'll, I'll expound on more of this. And by the way, we may need our ESP, we may need our uh, NFL music, okay, Aaron, for our second segment today. May need some NFL music because we'll get into this. But just while we're talking Cowboys, we'll jump back into some – Some um, I, I did want to finish our NBA conversation. But since we've jumped into the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy did say yesterday that uh, it, it is, quote, a good chance Dak Prescott does not play this weekend against the Houston Texans. Now, that's the game we all thought, okay, maybe he'll play – Maybe they'll try to get him out there. 
And as they continue to kind of take it slow with the strain in his right shoulder, they're going to take it so slow that the man is not going to take a snap the entire preseason. Now, is this the end of the world? No. Is the greatness of Tom Brady taking some snaps in the preseason? Yes, he is. Why does a 44-year-old man who wins Super Bowls need snaps more than a guy who's 28, just turned 28, and hadn't played since week five? Well, it's a decent question. It's a decent question. And for whatever reason, the Cowboys are going to hold off and err on the side of caution. Should Cowboys fans be worried? Ah, No, I don't think it's an all-out panic. But it sure would be nice to get the guy a couple of snaps. Well, now the news is that it's definitely, I mean, Mike McCarthy didn't completely rule it out. But it seems like it's all but been ruled out that he will play in this game against the Texans. So, Aaron, you will get to see a live snap from Dak Prescott for the first time when he goes out there on that Thursday kickoff classic kickoff special against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like a lot of Cowboys fans have already, like, conceded that game anyway. The only thing I would caution you on is sometimes on those ring ceremonies, raising the banner, the celebrations. I remember being there when the Dallas Mavericks went out there the year after they played. They beat the the Heat to win the 2011 title. And I want to say they opened the next season maybe with the Heat. And, and they got beat by 30. I mean, they got crushed. I think a team, when they have a pregame ceremony and they celebrate the banner and all of it still feels like a celebration of previous season, I feel like a team can be a bit distracted. So I would not completely write that first game off. Aaron, are you writing the first game off? No. No, I'm not. I agree okay, with so you. you think the Cowboys have? You think the Cow? Okay, you're you're saying because I there's a lot of people that are saying just mark it down as zero and one, zero and one. Let's start the season. I mean, I I'm just saying I that night if I were you guys, and that thing kicks off at seven thirty eight, seven thirty. Um, I would be by the dial, ESPN Central Texas, the home of the Dallas Cowboys, your affiliate. In Central Texas, I'd be listening to that um, or watching it. I mean, if you really want to watch it on NBC, we'll let you. I, I think I think I would be uh, tuned into it. I, I find it. I, I mean, this whole thing is going to be interesting. I would say, is Dak Prescott going to be rusty, and and how, what should we expect from him? The answer to the first question that I just posed as I answer my own questions, is yes. He will be rusty. Now, could could the great Tom, could Tampa Tom Brady, could he, could he be a little rusty? Yes, yes, there could be a little bit of a hangover effect. But he's not overcoming like this hardcore ankle surgery. And then I, I still like, and I'm, no, I'm noticing other people now picking up on what Stretch told us. You remember, Aaron, last week when we had Glenn Stretch-Smith on, you remember you're, you're a fan of his work, uh, former Cowboys scout and coach, told us that perhaps Dak on his back foot was not putting as much weight as he needed to 
and in having to compensate for that, it led to shoulder issues. It could have been what caused the injury. Now, in the whole scheme of things, does it matter what caused the injury? No. He's injured. He's injured. That's all we that's all we need to know. But I think I do find that interesting. And and Aaron, just I just want to make sure our listeners know they heard it first here. Because I Gary Myers, good uh, good longtime friend of mine, now has it in the the uh, he put it on Twitter, something very similar to what Stretch said. But our listeners got that news first and I just wanted to point that out yeah I don't remember I don't know if you remember right after we talked to him that you know you and I both watch and listen to so much sports talk um, on on the radio and television and he was the first person that I had heard to point out which it actually kind of sounds simple that you know you would overcompensate in the way you throw with an ankle injury but yeah, on this show, he talked about that. He was the first one that I know of in the country to even bring that up, and it was an obvious point, and people are now a week later starting to say it, but Stretch Smith was the first one to uh, to make that point, and it was a great win, and I think it's 100% accurate. Do you think for that, Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor, should like open up an account for Stretch, just to kind of honor him? <laughs> I mean, I... I don't know. It doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. Boy, what a great bank that is, Central National Bank. It's where Aaron all these years, he, he all that money. How, now, how does Clicks Pool Hall pay? Is it like every night you just get like a – I mean, you just get like whatever cash comes in? Because that's a place where people still like walking in and they like putting some cash down. People don't like to go into a billiards place and put credit get credit cards out. They still like to show up with some cash in fist, we call it, CIF. Aaron, was your paycheck come in, like, would you just get a big handful of cash every night, or was it twice a week or once a week? What was payday like at Clicks Billiards? Well, we uh, we got paid hourly plus tips, so every two Ooh. weeks we get a check. Oh, but oh, most really of it was, mo- mo- most of your money, in the, if you're a server or a bartender yeah. or a waitress, it's going to come through tips. The vast did you majority. ever get? Did you ever get robbed on your watch? I did not. Did not. Man. Aaron, were you locked and loaded? Like if they had to come oh, in no, there? Oh no, absolutely not. No, you and, were not. And you know, honestly, most of uh, most everybody uses credit cards now. There's very. I mean, there's people that use oh, cash even at for the small billiards. transactions. They're just yeah. in there. Yeah, just dropping oh, yeah. the credit card. Hey, hey, I'd like to play you. How does it? How much does it cost to like get a table for an hour? <laughs> you know, at it's a billiards. I, I could not tell you. I you really worked I, at a billiards place. How can you not tell me? It's been a while since I worked there. <laughs> it's been okay. over a year. I don't know how much prices have changed. So, well, just give me a general. Uh, what, what what was it? I mean, I'm not asking. Uh, it was for about like the, uh, during week yeah, the, the weekdays. I think it was eight an hour, and then eight dollars an hour to rent then, a table, and then I. On weekends, it was a little more. I don't want to did, misquote it, but it's like I said, it's ever, been over a year. Oh, I know they may come in and arrest you. Hey, have you ever? Was there ever a? Uh, was there ever like a, a hustler, like a known hustler that could kind of show up and act like he couldn't do anything, and then just start taking everybody's money? Or was gambling sort of? Uh, were you, was that sort of frowned upon? Uh, it's a pool hall. People gamble. Um, there's there's not much of that anymore with the internet. Everybody knows who everybody is as far as pool players. So there's not much of a surprise. Even when people 
come in out of town. Uh, they yeah. call them road players to play the okay. best. Whoever is the best locally, they'll usually find a game and play. Um, usually either they've played in tournaments on the road together or they know each other through mutual friends or they can just look them up on the Internet and be like, oh, yeah, you – you played and won this event and blah blah blah. Yeah. It's not did like the, the old days where you could pretend to be bad and and, yeah. and get action. Did um, I used to do that at Cottonwood, but I wasn't pretending to be bad. <laughs> I was just bad. What um, what what was the best nickname ever around there? Did you have any? Did you have any good nicknames for some of your like uh, you know your your regulars? Uh, the the, best you remember two, any good nicknames? Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 best two were uh, one guy. Uh, was known as the Waco Kid. Um, obviously, uh, you know, from, I don't know if it came from Blazing Saddles, but that's what the uh, sheriff okay, in Blazing Saddles, or that's what Gene Waco, Wilder was known yeah, as in Blazing Waco Saddles. Kid. Right. Yeah. And uh, the other one, just, uh, he's actually a friend of mine. He's just known as Snake. Snake. That's a, I was think he, that's a great pool nickname. Was he, uh, was he a thin guy, Snake? Or did he have like a snake tattoo or anything? Or how did he how did he get the nickname Snake? I don't know the origins of the nickname, even though I've known okay. him. I think it it goes back to his childhood because I've known him probably at least yeah. twenty five years. I've just always called him that and never thought to ask where it came from. Snake, if you if you're listening, let us know on the uh, CNC Collision text line. That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Oh, just got word that uh, bank account has been opened for Glenn Stretch Smith. <laughs> Golly, I mean, Aaron, that's amazing. He's got a new bank account over there and everything. Central National Bank, we appreciate you. One of the great commercial banks in our state, locally owned. You know, that means a lot, Aaron, locally owned, man, right there. And uh, you talk about some of the some of the folks that uh, are the, uh, the just the, uh, the patriarchs, the matriarchs, whatever you want to say of all of McLennan County, in all our area, it would be the uh, owners of Central National Bank. All right, um, we got a lot to discuss today, and next we're going to get into the NFL. Why is the FBI now involved with Deshaun Watson? That is next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 60% chance of scattered showers and maybe a thunderstorm. Lows fall to 76 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow. Again, a 20% chance of a passing shower, a high of 94. And on Friday, mostly sunny skies. It'll be a dry day with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. Shotgun. He's pressured. And he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Snaps intercepted. This will be a pick six into the end zone. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown. Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. Since its inception, Pickup Outfitters has remained politically neutral. We love trucks of every persuasion, not just red and blue ones. But people keep asking us where we stand, and for this one time, we're going to break our neutrality. We oppose any government intervention or legislation to end truck nudity. We believe in the American right to drive nude vehicles. We think it's disgusting, we fight it every place we can, and we want to end it 
but we want to end it the right way, peaceably. Therefore, we call on Congress and President Biden to respect the rights of truck owners. Our founding fathers didn't own a truck, but if they did, I bet they would have put a bed cover and running boards on their truck. The right to keep and bear your truck the way you want is fundamental to the fabric of this nation, and we believe in that right. So we urge you to come and take it at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. All right, we've got the uh, summer event over at Allen Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Ooh, August, getting hot. Look at some of these deals. 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star with total values up to $6,250 or 2.9% for 72 months plus $2,000 bonus cash. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. This uh, summer event, you got the new 2021 Grand Cherokee Laredo, total values, whoa, whoa, $3,500 or 0% for 48 months plus a $2,000 bonus cash. Man, that'll take care of some payments right there. Come in and check it out. The most prestigious Jeep, the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo, that's the one I drive, beautiful Rugged third-row seat Jeep with this incredible Jeep arriving daily. You're going to fall in love with the Grand Cherokee L. All right. um, See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements, but you know to go over there to Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend in the car business. Texas consumers are shopping again. Is your business ready? Eminem Broadcaster's unique mix of music and sports genres reach thousands of listeners in Central Texas, including your potential customers. Market your business today and see your business grow. Call Eminem Broadcasters today at 254-772-0930. 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Or email to info at mm bwaco.com ESPN Radio Sports Center I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The San Francisco 49ers waived quarterback Josh Rosen on Tuesday, sending the former number 10 overall pick back to an uncertain football future. Dallas Cowboys' Amari Cooper has not seen action since January 3rd. Cooper is set to see his first preseason action this Saturday when the Houston Texans visit AT&T Stadium for the third preseason game. The Big 12 announced the teams unable to play a fall game because of COVID-19 or any other reason will have to forfeit and be given a loss in the conference standings. Houston Astros continue on a three-game slide, losing to the Royals 3-1. Game three of that series tonight, 7-10 first pitch. The Rangers lose their series opener to Seattle 3-1. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside, as he is on a daily basis. And um, we just uh, told you the news about Mike McCarthy saying there's a good chance Dak Prescott will not play against the Texans. By the way, shout-out to all the uh, – we had some people that uh, wanted to give shout-outs to their 
their high school and grade school kids, kindergarten, everybody sending their kids back to school this week. I saw some good pictures. My buddy Kevin Gall, who works over there for uh, Baylor, as the uh, deputy in charge of, I don't know, he's, he's, some kind, he's got some kind of you know, senior level title. I always butcher it, so I won't even try it. But he is the, uh, he sent his kids back to school today, so that was neat. I also want to say hello to all the, the Baylor students coming back to campus and the incoming freshmen. The incoming freshmen. Hello to all of you and the parents. Man, it's a sad day. It was a sad day. You know, some parents might be kind of excited to get their kids off to school, but a lot of parents, they might be excited for their kids, but it's also a sad time for younger siblings and parents. So shout out to you as you come in. We have a uh, great uh, friend that will be uh, being dropped off uh, tomorrow, in fact, uh, at Baylor. And uh, I think he'll be over at Martin Hall, Garrett Dunsworth. And uh, that'll be exciting. We've watched him grow up, and he's going to be a freshman at Baylor, and he will be in the Baylor line. So if you're dropping somebody off right now, I noticed uh, the president, the first gentleman, uh, Livingstone, were, uh, were doing their thing, and were helping, uh, helping students get in their dorms. And, um, it, it, you know, I, I know this will come as a shock to you, Aaron. I was all, like, as a sophomore, I found myself uh, being very helpful over there at Collins, where all all the gorgeous young freshman girls, when they would show up, you know, they needed help getting up uh, to the second and third floors of Collins and carrying things up the steps. Uh, so, you know, I was uh, I was there for them in those moments and was helping out. Now, you know, what happens is it it seems like a great idea, and it is a nice way to maybe meet some uh, some uh, cute new girls who are arriving on campus. But then at some point, you start to. Aaron, you get really sweaty, and, you know, it's, at some point it's kind of like, okay, I think I've had about enough of this, and you kind of move on about your day. By the way, let me encourage you, as you come into town, to go over to Heritage Creamery. Now, they got two locations. they got the one out in, uh, oh, on the way to McGregor, 84 and Ritchie Road, kind of out there, um, Woodway, that area. I love that location. But also they have the one right across from Collins on 8th Street. As you come into town, go check out Common Grounds for Coffee and then, of course, Heritage Creamery for all those amazing um, Coke floats. I mean, they've got the cones, the the cups, the freezes, whatever you need. I had a milkshake the other day that was really, really cool. They put some Pops lemonade in with some Blackberry ice cream, and they put a really, really nice bite to it. And um, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. So Heritage Ice Cream is one of our fine sponsors, and we appreciate you, and we encourage all the people coming back into town to get over there to Heritage Creamery. All right, uh, Aaron, if you would, sir, let's get some NFL music going here. We need we got some NFL news and nuggets we need to get. Oh, man. I, Simcox is probably listening, Aaron, somewhere right now. He's over there working on mortgages. He used to love this music. He used to get so excited about all the NFL news and nuggets. Uh, and, Aaron, you feel free, by the way, to uh, each day, you and I both will be coming up with the, the nuggets of the day, the big NFL news of the day. Today, though, I want to start with Deshaun Watson, okay, the uh, Texans quarterback, some days he's at practice, some days he's not. He doesn't like it when they film him every day. Tough luck, Deshaun. Where, hey, so so sorry. 
Guy has an enormous contract. He's got 22 different women that have accused him of inappropriate behavior and, and in, some t- in, in some of these cases, outright assault. Um, so, sorry if they take some pictures of you, Deshaun. That's what's going to happen when you're an NFL quarterback who's been accused of all this kind of thing. Well, interestingly, the latest news is the FBI is looking into – this comes from Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden. If that name sounds familiar, well, he's been around. The man loves a good camera. And he was uh, Roger Clemens' uh, attorney. Uh, anytime there's a, there's a very public-type case, Rusty Harden, H-A-R-D-I-N, he wants to be around. So he is representing Deshaun Watson. He had a news conference today. He said the FBI has reached out uh, about a possible, at least uh, one of the women, a possible extortion case. Uh, may have been trying to extort some money from Deshaun Watson, and so they are doing an investigation. All right. Now, at last glance, here are all the people involved in this case. 22 different women that I've already brought up, the accusers. The FBI now involved. Houston PD, okay, Houston Police Department. Harris County DA, all right, there's a grand jury that uh, will be kind of looking at these different cases, deciding what they're going to do. And, of course, the NFL is looking into this. What can the NFL do? Can they Do they have to wait? Do they have to wait for... Uh, for all for justice to be served, no, they don't always have to do that. You know, before anything happened, and in, in basically before he was really charged with anything, um, in Zeke's case, I mean, he was never arrested, but um, they went ahead and suspended him for six weeks, if you'll recall, a few couple of years ago. So the NFL does not have to wait, but uh, Deshaun Watson continues, and so for now, he's the quarterback of the team. Yet he's really not practicing. He's kind of standing around out there going through whatever. This is awkward for everybody involved. But um, I, I, it's, hard for, it's hard to imagine a team putting together some huge package of players and, and saying, okay, here's a bunch of draft picks. Here's a great player for Deshaun Watson when you have no clue what's going to happen legally. Where this guy needs to end up, is probably somewhere like where Trevor Bauer is for the Los Angeles Dodgers right now on some sort of exempt list. You know, and again, I don't know if he still gets to make his money or he doesn't. Uh, not totally my concern. Put him on some exempt list for now. I mean, he, he, he's showing up just to obviously pick up his checks because he doesn't want to get fined if he's not at camp. The NFL has a problem. The NFL, this guy could end up going into a game still with Houston. He doesn't want to play for Houston, and now he has all this hanging over his head. Um, I Are there any, Aaron, you may know uh, Texans fans. You know, I, I've run into a few over the years. I think we even have some in Central Texas. And, and you can weigh in, by the way, on the, on the C&C Collision text line, uh, Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Do Texans fans even want Deshaun Watson? Like, have they already moved on? Are they excited about what they get in return from him? Is there Are there like a faction of Texans fans that would still love for all this to somehow work out and Deshaun Watson to be your quarterback? Let us know on the CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. Aaron, as a man who used to hang out at pool halls, as a man who likes to talk the NFL, uh, are you someone 
who believes there are there's part of that fan base that still daydreams about having Deshaun Watson as their starter. And, by the way, are there other fan bases around the NFL, hello Denver, that still sits around thinking, what would it be like if we could get Deshaun Watson? Or is everybody worried about all this stuff hanging over his head? I think the answer to both of those questions is yes. Like, we don't know exactly everything that's happened, but we do know that there are 22 accusers. Um, despite that, there's always going to be a portion of the fan base that still supports him and still wants him to be their quarterback, and there's always going to be a, a, a portion of bad teams or mediocre teams fan bases that want them to trade for him where he can be their yeah. quarterback because he is a very, very good yeah. NFL quarterback. Every fan base in the NFC East, except the Cowboys, who just did a huge deal with Dak. And there are even some people that would say trade Sean for Dak. I think that's ridiculous. Dak, obviously, high, high character guy. I don't know. Watson will get his day in court, perhaps, and, and maybe, maybe, um, uh, maybe we'll look at him differently. Right now, it does not look great for him. Although, I would say anything, when you have an attorney uh, it, 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 who's standing up holding a press conference like that, what is he trying to do, Aaron? Well, what Rusty Harden is trying to do is basically say, hey, look at the FBI. They're looking into one of these accusers, so they are trying to undermine the credibility of the accusers already. And that will happen as these things get closer to a grand jury or wherever. All of that has already started. So if you can point to one of these accusers being um, investigated for possible extortion, that speaks to the credibility of the witness, okay? And that undermines, that that, that helps undermine. Now, to, what about the 21 other women? Well, we, it remains to be seen, but uh, we shall see wherever this goes. A um, couple other things. Man, we spent a little more time on that than I meant to, but I think it's an important subject. Um, Greg Zerline continuing to come back from uh, back surgery. People are like, Matt, well, remind me who that is. That's Cowboys kicker, all right? People say, well, Matt, it's just a kicker. Well, you'll, you'll at some point, you'll want a kicker. You'll want somebody back there that can make one. I promise you, you don't want this punter. Whoever this guy, they've been rolling out there to punt. He punted some last year for the Cowboys. He's not the guy. You do not want to go into a season with him. You're hoping Zerline can get back out there. Well, the guy used to be in the CFL for about six years from Ontario and uh, was with the Rams in camp last year. Liram Hara Haralahu. Haralahu. All right, easy for me to say. Liram Haralahu um, is going to join the Cowboys. And so he could, uh, he'll be on the team, and we might even see him as soon as this Texans game. So, uh, Aaron, just keep that in mind, okay? Liram Haralahu is the, is the new Cowboys kicker. He's going to be in camp. One other note, uh, and this is a Big 12 um, relation to this note and NFC East. The Eagles coach Nick Sirianni, still got to get to know him. I, I don't really know Nick well yet. I'm, I'm excited to get to know him a little bit. Um, he, he is loving the development that's happened with a certain player for the Eagles. Who is that player? Well, it's last year's, not the most recent first-round pick. It's last year's first-round pick. Jalen Rager from TCU has been putting on a show, if you haven't seen it. In one of these camps uh, where I think they had the Patriots in for one of those uh, uh, dual-type uh, practices, Jalen went up there and made another 
crazy one-handed OBJ type catch. Of course, I'm talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Circus catch, one hand, just went up there, put his big paw up there, and boom, just had it. So, Aaron, I'll just say you could have Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager as your wide receivers. Is that starting to at least interest you, Aaron? Could, are you starting to have a little more respect for what the Eagles have at wideout, and are you intrigued with the sort of second-year, perhaps, move that Jalen Rager is making? Uh, I'm intrigued, but, I mean, they, they, would, they have to show something on the field. Rager was hurt a lot last year, so he didn't really get a chance. Um, I mean, he was a first-round pick, so obviously he has the physical tools. And uh, Smith, there's just uh, a long history of wide receivers around his size not making it and not making a big splash in the NFL. He may be an outlier, but um, there's uh, statistical evidence that when you have his build, his height, his weight, even with the speed and elusiveness, he's going to struggle in the NFL, so we'll see. Aaron, I did not think you of all people would be taking a shot at, at – at smaller people. <laughs> I'm a realist. I can't be an NFL receiver either. Of course, he, he's, he's an amazing athlete, and honestly, I think he may be an outlier, but um, well, history's not in his favor. Maybe not. Maybe not. And, and Rager, by the way, though, his athleticism, we shall see. But some of these TCU wide receivers, for whatever reason, it hasn't translated. All right, let's talk some Aggie football. Here in a few minutes, we are going to get Travis Brown, he writes for the Eagle. That's at College Station, at Bryan College Station newspaper. Covers the Aggies, and he's going to join us. That was our NFL News and Nuggets. Let's talk some Aggies football. Let's do it next. Recently on Game Time. All right, let's bring in our buddy Robert Flores from MLB Network. It certainly created quite a bit of buzz, not only in Major League Baseball, but really, I think, across all sports. It really... Uh, all sports fans as well. So this is a really unique event. I hope they continue it. I think they're. I think the Cubs are already set to play next year. Game time weekdays four to six on ESPN Central Texas. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. They offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The San Francisco 49ers waived quarterback Josh Rosen on Tuesday, sending the former number 10 overall pick back to an uncertain football future. Dallas Cowboys' Amari Cooper has not seen action since January 3rd. Cooper is set to see his first preseason action this Saturday when the Houston Texans visit AT&T Stadium for the third preseason game. The Big 12 announced the teams unable to play a fall game because of COVID-19 or any other reason will have to forfeit and be given a loss in the conference standings. Houston Astros continue on a three-game slide, losing to the Royals 3-1. Game three of that series tonight, 7-10 first pitch. The Rangers lose their series opener to Seattle 3-1. Rangers and Mariners again tonight, 7-05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. There it is, uh, Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Travis, I'm sorry, I Travis Brown joining us now. Uh, the Eagle uh, does a great job covering the Aggies down there at uh, Bryan College Station, and uh, I almost busted into a little rap there, kind of a young MC type deal. I mean, that was uh, Travis, that was a little before your time, the song that was just playing, okay? That was more like when I was in high school. So I, it's okay if you don't recognize that. Um, Travis, um, big news for the uh, for the Aggies today. I was just kind of looking to see, okay, what's the latest with Texas A&M? Has Jimbo, has Jimbo decided to uh, open up the recruiting in Stockholm? I mean, this is, uh, this is a fascinating pickup for the Aggies. Yeah, going out there getting getting the number one tight end in the country of Sweden. Uh, bringing that guy in and, and, and just, you know, they talked about uh, they want to have that home base in, of recruiting in Houston, but uh, we'll go out and get pieces elsewhere. I don't know if any of us really uh, expected, you know, like Sweden to be the end of that, but yeah, they're going, they're going international uh, with, you know, they have a a player coming in from Australia too. So this is this is an international endeavor for A and M right now, as, as far as recruiting goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking this international. This is, uh, I, I think you should try to tell your editors that you need to maybe take a trip over there to get to know this uh, this young man. Now, I guess the thing is, there's some kind of academy there in Stockholm. I don't know if the guy's ever he's been playing football for four years. 
he played for some kind of club, but whatever this school that he attends now or the academy, I don't think they've been able to play because of the pandemic. So can you imagine? I mean, just some there's some group that, that helped get him in the, the, the country at 6'6", 250, and I guess people saw him and the offers started to kind of pour in a little bit. I mean, this is that that is really I don't know how in the world somebody from Stockholm ends up being the um, like number three guy in the 2023 class, but that is yeah. where we are. And uh, you know what they told me, Travis, is that he this kid heard that UT was going to be in the uh, SEC and he wanted to play Texas. So this has everything to do with the uh, the newly formed SEC additions. Just bring the game back, and the people will come from from anywhere. I mean, you, this, what is this going to be the, the the Luca of college football? <laughs> That's right. I think there'll be some some Luca mania oh, that and, that and goes on. The, it's an offensive tackle, a Jordan Moko, who is from Australia, who A and M signed, and he enrolled early, and he's actually here already here at A and M. And down there, I watched the little newscast that they did from a, a TV station in Australia, and yeah, they have these like. American football clubs, and he was playing alongside like like thir- you know thirty year olds. It, it was like almost kind of a semi pro situation where he just didn't make any money and trained and played with this team. And so I'm not sure if that's quite similar to what's going on in Sweden. But yeah, it, it's it's guys who are playing with who who grew up the last couple of years playing with guys who would be at the professional level age wise here in America. But uh, yeah, coming to, to play some 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 good old ball in in the south. Southeastern Conference. Yeah, that'll be good. We'll wait for him to arrive. Uh, Travis, what did the uh, what did the Ags make of the that number six ranking? Is that um, I, I think I saw some of your commentary. Maybe that goes all the way back to like 1995. One of your good buddies was getting ready to graduate from Baylor that year, 1995. <laughs> I think that might have been the year. Several teams tied. That was right. That might have been the final year of the of the Big Twelve, right around then. Ninety. I think that was like nineteen ninety five, as the Big Twelve was getting ready to form. So it's been a long time since the Aggies were ranked that high. What do you What do you make of the expectations? And and how how are the how is how's Jimbo? I mean, he's used to this over the years, but these players going into a season with that much hype. How do you feel like they're handling all this? Well, what you're telling me here now is all you need is UT to start breaking apart conferences for A&M to get high, high rankings in the, the AP preseason poll. That, it seems like those two <laughs> things now go, go hand in hand. I, 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 don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, it, I, I, a, lot, a lot of buzz around A&M, as you would expect. You know, of course, the, the next highest they had was number three in 1995, like you said, behind uh, Florida State and Nebraska that year um and you look back 2013 they were number seven 2011 number eight 1999 they were number seven i mean i think it's exactly probably right where everyone at a&m expected um them to be heading the season you don't really go up from where you were last season when you don't return a quarterback and, and you lose your 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 your, your four-year starter quarterback um to the nfl but they return almost everyone on defense, and really they have an offensive line and a quarterback to replace on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and so if those things, they can get that to click, then, I mean, the, the, the sky's the limit for them uh, in, in that regard. I do think it is a little funny, though, that 
the the Oklahoma if you look on Twitter, the Oklahoma fan base kind of has already just decided that they're in the SEC now. There's a lot of chirping going on between Oklahoma and A&M people uh, regarding that Oklahoma was ranked higher. So uh, just Oklahoma, they're already in the SEC and just counting themselves as, as you know, one of the SEC teams in the poll now, I think. <laughs> I like the fans getting involved. Travis Brown covers the uh, Aggies for the Eagle right down there at Bryan College Station. Uh, you could follow him on Twitter at... Travis underscore L underscore Brown. Travis underscore. underscore. Yeah, I know. I wish you hadn't have done that. (laughs) But we've talked about that before. And you can also see, uh, follow a lot of things at at the Eagle. There's a bunch of stuff that ends up on on there. But uh, uh, and also I'll get to in a minute some some interesting little basketball news coming out of uh, College Station. But let's stick to football for a minute. What um, Travis, what about the, the quarterback? You brought it up. Uh, it's, it is rare, even at Clemson, we don't know a ton about that quarterback, but he got a little experience last year. So everybody feels okay about him. Alabama, he's had a little experience, but we just, with Alabama, we just, whoever they plug in, we just assume it's going to be a Heisman contender. We don't usually think of A&M like that, uh, like we kind of do now with Oklahoma, who, I mean, if this thing is a college playoff, uh, you know, if this thing is going to get in the playoff. Who do you think will be the guy uh, to get this done, and where are where are they right now in this in this whole back and forth? Yeah, I mean, if if, if anything, if if the, the when Jimbo first got here proved to, to hold true, they're going to take this thing down probably to the, the 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 week before the game time before they name who the starter actually is going to be. Um, all through the off season, through spring ball, everything. If if you told me who I was going to put my money on. It's Haynes King. I think I'm still there, even though, you know, we get to go to practice uh, about every other day, sometimes, if not, sometimes maybe every three three days or so. And, and the, the word is that, you know, the players are, the quarterbacks are alternating with the first team. Um, we have seen a lot of Zach Calzada with the first team in the times that we've been out there, but you kind of don't know with days off and, this and that, you know, where they are in that rotation. And if it is actually one guy who was kind of moving into that, or if you're just catching the same guy every time, depending on how their scheduling is going. So it's something to note that we've seen a lot of that Calzada with the first team, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't put anything really behind that because of just scheduling. And to the point that I really thought Haynes King was going to be the guy. He has the athletic ability to, to move out of the pocket I don't want to call him a Johnny Manziel because that's putting a lot of weight on a, on a guy who hasn't started a game yet, but he has that kind of playmaking ability. Um, he has a good arm. He's able to get out of the pocket. I think if you have an offensive line that is unproven, that you're replacing four guys and needs to mesh together, having the guy that has a little bit of mobility that is able to extend the play uh, and, and pick up the rushing yards as the play breaks down uh, might be the way to go in that situation but that is that is assuming that the offensive line is going to take some time to, to gel together and they they could be looking pretty pretty good at this point and that also assumes that that Calzada hasn't just wowed everyone with his ability to control the offense because if there's one thing that Jimbo Fisher looks for it is the guy that that can take the reins and control a, a pretty complex pro style 
um, offense with a lot of verbiage and, and a lot of reads. And, and if Zach Calzada is just separated and, and proven to be the, the more mentally um, advanced quarterback, then that'd be the guy. So I think it's still pretty wide open. I still want to put my money on Haynes King being the guy. Isn't it interesting that, like, Bama never misses on a quarterback? Like, I'm sitting here listening to you talk about this, and I started thinking about, uh, like, the LSU will occasionally, you know, not be great at quarterback, and they'll go through a year or two where it's a struggle. Auburn will suddenly be like, I, I don't know. We're just not there. And I guess Bama's so great at putting everybody around them. When is the last Alabama quarterback who failed? I mean, it just doesn't happen. I mean, like – Haynes King, I mean, sadly, he could, you know, have a pretty decent season and and they win nine games and the Aggies are going to be upset or whatever. But Bama, I was just wondering, I was sitting here thinking about Bama's quarterback and the little tiny bit we know of him, yet don't you fully expect him to be really, really good? I mean, it's kind of like sure. OU. I mean, I, I yeah. Rattler was not, you know, Rattler was not great a couple, uh, at first. And but by the way, because of where he plays now, it's like well, Rattler's going to win the Heisman. Sure. Well, but but does, with the thing with Bama, doesn't that start with Lane Kiffin coming out there? Because before then, the, the knock on a Bama quarterback was all you had to do was make sure that you you handed the ball off well and you you could call the plays because you're yeah. going to hand the ball off a lot and maybe throw a couple dink or dunk passes and and as long as you didn't turn the ball over. Alabama was going to win a championship. So, uh, I mean, I think that what – I mean, it's Alabama. They win they win championships. And, and now that – ever since Lane Kiffin came in, they've continued to have that – you know, Saban will always go back and say it was Hugh Freeze and Ole Miss that changed things around for them and made them want to have that kind of uh, pass-happy offense that, that, you know, the Big 12 was known for. And now it seems like the SEC is, is of the same ilk as the, the Big 12 as far as play calling goes. Um, but – yeah, I mean, I, I think that right now, nothing recruits better than winning, and nothing is a bigger status symbol to these recruits than the, the places that you can pull an offer from. So if you're from, you know, Sweden, and you can get an offer from Alabama, you're going to go to Alabama because Alabama, there's a status symbol with going to Alabama and, and, and claiming that, that, you know, I was good enough to go to Alabama. I was good enough to go to Clemson, and if you're a quarterback, looking at what he was able to do with a couple of uh, uh, Texas school uh, transfers, yeah, yeah, if you're a quarterback, you want to go play for Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and throw your, your hat into the Heisman running. So, yeah, it does seem like there is a, a, a abundance of riches there, but I think that that's just kind of how the recruiting um, nature is with these guys. It's not necessarily like I want to go to this place where my dad went or I want to go to the school down the street that I grew up recruit, you know, loving. It's I want to go where I look the coolest. Yeah, that's interesting. And uh, and that's why, like, even those photos, those recruiting photos, I see those A&M photos and those things look good. And, uh, boy, we've run out of time. I was going to ask you who is uh, – okay, 30 seconds. Who has made the most money so far – in, in, in name, image, and likeness on the A&M roster, who, who is the most marketable guy on the team to this point? You know, it's probably going to be Isaiah Spiller um, because he, I mean, he signed with a, he already has you know, Raisin Canes on his, on his, his uh, resume. A&M guys have been pretty slow. There's some of the bigger names that signed with some marketing 
kind of agencies and uh, kind of taking it taking it slowly so far. So there hasn't been any huge earth-shaking deals. The one to look out for, there was some Twitter back and forth between uh, uh, Aguiland's own Lane's Chicken Fingers and Chase Lane, the wide receiver, and that just seems like a match made in heaven. So all eyes are on that right now in Aguiland. Okay, okay. And by the way, Lake Highlands has named a starting quarterback. More on that to come. Uh, all right, Travis, hey, appreciate it, buddy. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it. Thanks. Travis Brown, who covers the uh, Aggies uh, for the Eagle right down there at Bryan uh, College Station. In our listening audience, I mean, I think I think if the clouds are right, you're listening to us right there at College Station today. Hello to our Aggie friends. It's Matt Mosley. It's the Matt Mosley Show with Aaron Sexton. It is ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield will take over from 4 to 6. We will see you tomorrow at 3. Good night. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Houston Texans. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. The Cowboys and the Texans, Saturday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hobbs Bobby Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. Amanda Cunningham Realtor Team always thinks of ways to give back to the community. What a better way than to stuff the bus with school supplies benefiting all area school districts. They have partnered up with businesses around Waco where donation boxes can be found. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtors, Woodway Family Dental, Home Abstract and Title Company, Central Texas Dental Care, American Guarantee Title, Waco L Company, Bear Braces. The donation boxes will be at these locations August 20th until the big donation event on August 21st. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick.